Welcome to the Side Talks Podcast. It's a podcast about movies. It sure is. Uh, who are you? Oh, I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. We are the hosts of this podcast about movies. You know what we don't do enough, I think? What? Lean on famous TV intro songs <laughs> and our intro. Uh, don't you think our intro is often musical enough as it no, is? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we should lean more into the things that work. Okay. These are hit TV programs. Yeah. Everywhere you look, okay. everything you think. There's a heart that's beating. I was about to ask if you had a pitch. That one. You, the you love came in with the, boat. The full house and the love boat. Soon we'll be making another round. Is that it? I, the lyrics? I don't know. Brad, can you hit us with some bullshit like that? No problem. <laughs> You're bringing nothing to the table right now. I, wh- Absolutely I, nothing to the table I'm trying to, to th- think of now. like... Uh, theme songs. I bet we've been together for a million years for 200 episodes. I mean, I could, I, just, we'll be... I could just hum the X-Files theme. Please. Okay, let's uh, go out. We're going to go out with that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. fight. Five-minute fight! It's time for a five-minute fight. This came up during our recent discussion oh, of yeah, Mr. John Cusack. Yes, it did. You came with some, uh, frankly, hateful words against a <laughs> wonderful movie from Go 2015. Go start the timer. He's stalling. Uh, the movie is Love and Mercy. The director is Bill Pollard, but but who cares? It's the only movie he's ever directed. It is the biopic of Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Yep, yep. Uh, And yep. you take issue in particular with Mr. Cusack's half of this movie. Cusack portrays the older version of Wilson. This is when he's in the thrall of Dr. Landy and he meets, you know, the woman he's going to marry who's here played by Elizabeth Banks. I take I take issue with more than just his performance, by what? the way. Okay. Okay. So there are many things, but let mm. me just state this. I love the Beach Boys. I'm a big fan. Me too. I love Brian Wilson. Me too. There is a great documentary about Brian Wilson that covers the subject matter that is in this mm-hmm. film and does so very comprehensively. And if you're interested in the very strange, unique, uh, problematic, and I guess wondrous life, of if that's fair, you think? No, Brian I think it's Wilson, totally fair then that is a great film to watch. This is not a film that is going to do any any justice to Brian Wilson, and that's my main complaint. There was no reason to make the story as convoluted as it was. And I'll just go ahead and let me hit you with a couple things, and then I'll let you talk for okay. a second. You are right. I think that this is a very sleepy performance from John Cusack. I don't think that it's sort of like, oh, it's just John Cusack and the thing that he normally does – only he seems a little maybe medicated and tired. I mean, that's why it's a sleepy performance, <laughs> because Brian Wilson was doped to the gills. Yeah, but, I mean, you can. there's more nuance to what was going on than just, you know, sure. John Cusack okay. taking it one step away. Paul Dano does a great job in this. He's amazing. And th- those two human. this is a visual medium. Let me just remind everybody, film okay. is a visual medium. I'm not being condescending. I really want to say, like, you can't just cast the two best actors for the job. Those actors, if one is playing the younger one and the older one, they need to look something a fucking like. And these two human beings look very little like Brian Wilson, even though Paul Dano, I think, does a good job at capturing the essence of him and therefore, and they have sort of uh, boyish good looks. So they're in the same world. But John Cusack looks nothing like Brian Wilson. He doesn't look anything like an older Paul Dano. And that is 
incredibly problematic for me, especially considering it's not like he knocks this performance out of the park. Well, I think he is very good. It's probably the last very good John Cusack performance I can spotlight. No, he doesn't resemble Wilson that much. That's less of a hang-up for me in some cases. It's not as bad as two years prior, John Cusack playing President Richard Nixon in Lee Daniels' The Butler, which is not... Weird. Not anywhere in the weird. ballpark. Um, but I, I, I that do doesn't think, make this okay, though. Uh, no, but I think Cusack is closer to the ballpark, if not completely in the ballpark visually. And I think he embodies what he needs to embody with the character. Just because he's There's closer a continuity to Brian there. Wilson than Nixon, that he was cast in some other film, well, doesn't make this okay. <laughs> okay, that's not the metric by which I judge every performance. Is this better than Cusack as Richard Nixon? That's not really what I meant that to sound like. Um, no, I think there's a nice continuity of performance between Dano and Cusack. I think that you can buy how Wilson ends up, you know, from his younger, more creative days during the recording of like Pet Sounds and Smiley Smile. That's the Dano portion, right? To, you know, middle age, which is late 80s, early 90s, where Cusack takes him. Um, there's enough of a continuity there. Um, and, and I think it's an intelligently directed and written movie in the structure, which just Ooh, ta- which toggles mess, back and though. forth. I really this like it. Problem. I really like the structure of this. It's too complicated. This is another one of those, a simple road is sometimes the better road. What, this like is Shine, too- where you spend like 45 minutes Why with Noah Taylor? Why are you bringing Taylor up Shine? Then- I would never argue Shine. I'm just simply <laughs> saying Structurally, structurally. This doesn't have to be this convoluted. It's a simple, it's actually a very simple and traditional film, but with a bit of a convoluted storyline where we interweave the, the present and the past and the, you know whatever it may be it, it just doesn't need to do all that there's a different there's it's a different, psychedelic some, like the if beach you want to bring up man. spencer i would do that you know when we focus on just a weekend there's something really wonderful about capturing you capture the essence of a lot of things about princess diana without trying to be so damn comprehensive here's the thing i like the pool stuff I like, stuff I, like, I like them having meetings in the pool. I like the sand around the piano. Those are the things, the sort of texture of what the Beach Boys lifestyle and what Brian Wilson's lifestyle and what um, somebody with a mind like Brian Wilson does when he has money. Those things are really fucking cool. Mm. The other storyline, it, it, it just doesn't, it feels so disconnected and so odd. And it, this is two movies in one and one is way better than the other. I love Elizabeth Banks in this. I think this is Elizabeth <laughs> Banks' best performance. Oh, fine. I Derisive mean, laughter. I don't even remember because i don't even remember if that, she's terrific even if she even if she gave the best performance of the year it's not enough to save this film wow uh strongly yeah. disagree yeah um i the, the difference between this and spencer is that spencer's more psychological you know sure. horrific this, this is not this this, psycho- but, this is not psychologically but, deep this but is psychological psychological horror is part of brian wilson's story here this feels not, sanitized not this, this feels safe this feels blessed by the powers that be this is not a this is not the film that it could have or should have been it rules that's my counterpoint Sam, it rules i'm not gonna say anything else because i've already gone over my time and i i think i won this argument fair and square oh no kidding <laughs> i don't need to go over my time okay Mm, I'm going to sit down. You better, you better sit down for this one. <laughs> Too tall for this mic. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, Paul Dano is spot on. And I think maybe John Cusack maybe doesn't seem as great because he has to follow Paul Dano and pales in comparison, but kind of stands strong on its own. Um, bonus points to Corey for pointing out that older Brian Wilson was actually very sleepy and tired. Um, 
because of all the medication, he was very dipped up. Um, and I don't think it's as watered down as Rachel is saying, because Paul Giamatti is so terrifying. Yeah, Paul Giamatti rules in this too. Yes, he is. It's very disturbing, and it's very clear on screen that he is man- manipulating and controlling his life. Um, and even scarier because it is a real life villain. Um, and it's an incredible, an, an incredible biopic. The structure is so much more exciting than a textbook biopic. Uh, Corey wins by like a million points. Y'all watch the doc. It's a wonderful this is movie. bullshit. I'm taking this shit to Judge Judy. When this Bill is, this is absolute bullshit. Uh, terrible, no, terrible rules. fucking I'm very film. Pleased. I'm very pleased. I'm an incredible per- actual person. It's on HBO Max. This is fucking bullshit. Very this is pleased bullshit. Um, with how this shook out. Um, you know, I know that you feel sad about this. <laughs> sad but, is not the word. But I would consider, use. you know, getting some rays and relaxing. Can, you put, in the sun. can we go out on this to Taylor Swift, Mad Woman? Just put that <laughs> in it. there. That's my last. Yeah, word. that's appropriate for a Beach Boys biopic. <laughs> what a shame she went mad. No one likes a mad woman. You made her like that. And now, fast film terms. Oh man, did you see that? There it goes. Just flew right past us. I've got a couple of fast film terms for you. All right, let's hear them. The first one is an abbreviation. You know, I love to bring an abbreviation when I can. Yes, and I never know what they stand for. And this one you will sometimes see on call sheets or via a walkie-talkie being said. Who knows? Who knows where this woman can land, but it is AKS. AKS. Abbreviation used to refer to a miscellaneous collection Uh of tools or equipment, and it stands for... All kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. Or if you're on, you know, like in Tarantino film or something a little edgier, all kinds of shit. Wow. That yeah. is edgy. You're not going to hear that on the set of Air Bud, folks. No, probably not. Air Bud, am I right? Or any of those Disney films. Any of those shh. Nothing Disney in the rules say a dog can't play basketball, though. That's true. That's true. And here's one. The uh-huh. Dumb Side. This is a fun. This is a the fun one. Dumb this is kind of good. If you hear, if you you might hear this, especially from a first AD or a second AD or a cinematographer, director potentially. Uh-huh. And the dumb side is refers to the dumb side of the camera. What is, is that? The side that doesn't have a lens on it. Well, it's no. That'd be <laughs> that would be the side. Um, it would be the the side that doesn't have the dials and the and the. And the monitors and the screens and the indicators and the readouts. There's a side, you know, generally speaking, most cameras have more information, monitors, readouts, and that kind of thing on one side than the other. Gotcha. And so guess what the other side is than the one that does have the indicators and lights and all that kind of shenanigan. The smart side? The smart side. How about that? Yeah, the left side of the camera is the smart side or... Both of these terms confusingly can refer to looking in the same direction as the lens. Perhaps you've heard of the term the far side of the camera, which <laughs> refers to a daily calendar that I have on my desk. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll wrap it up. Am I right, we'll, folks? Oh, boy. We'll wrap Air it up. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, the this is the dad joke episode <laughs> of Side Talks, and we'll I can't help it. wrap it on up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this was a quick one. Yes, it was. Flew right by like those fast film terms. Oh, it sure did. 
I could have argued Love and Mercy for another 10, though. You don't say. Yeah, but I would outcome would have been the same because, you know, your boy back there, Sam. Anyway, we're your own personal cinematic Katie, Brett, and Mo Brooks. Oh, what a timely... I did um, it. I did it. I, I, the, I, don't, I don't want to get political or edgy on this podcast, but both these people suck. I listened to... <laughs> I unfortunately, yesterday, listened to a little talk radio, just scanning through the dial. Uh, Alabama talk radio is something else. I bet. And uh, where there was one guy, and I bet you could understand what his accent was very much like this, and he kept saying, Swamp Critters. Swamp, swamp critters. critters? Yeah, called him Swamp Critters. For some reason, he oh, didn't get the memo right. that Trump was had endorsed Katie Brutt. I don't know where he was. He must have been folding up his Confederate flag. Maybe he was in Shelby County, the only <laughs> county in the state that Mo Brooks won. Yeah, he, I'm sure he was. Absolutely. And anyway, he, he apparently didn't get that the note from Trump and was pissed and said that the Swamp Critters had put Katie Brutt up to this. Sure. So I don't know how he explains his boy Trump getting photoshopped on that billboard with her. Yeah, there's going to be such a difference, too, between the quality of representation we've had up to this point and the quality of representation that Senator Britt is going to provide us with. I just want to make sure everybody's expectations are properly set. She, she's a Republican, so that, that's enough said. Babies. Not to offend our <laughs> listeners who are, you know what? I don't care. I'm tired. I'm tired of Republicans. There, I said it. If you like Katie Britt, you might be listening to this podcast. I, I don't know. But I you're mean, probably agreeing with Corey. Let's go. Maybe. Everybody we'll up. see. Um, sorry to get edgy. I'll be sure to talk only nonsense and cinema on the next podcast, which, by the way, has welcome been. Welcome to Bose. Welcome to. Oh, God. Um, you think that's where old uh, Mo is going to be working um, from now on? Since I don't know. They're paying thirty-five, paying thirty-five bucks an hour at Bucky's, y'all. Oh well. Let me get out of here. Okay. Let me get the fuck out of here. Um, thanks to Beltwell Studios <laughs> for putting this podcast together. This got this got this got intense. Yeah, well, no, we're talking about the economy, Bucky's. Yeah. Katie Britt, Republicans. You know why she won? Uh, I have a thought or two. Yeah. Her name is Katie Britt. Sure, she's easy to remember. A uh, 40-something-year-old senator who will serve for the next 25 right, years. Right, And, I mean, she's already won. Yeah. That's the way that Yeah, that great. Works. It's fait accompli. Anyway. Um, anyway, and y'all have heard enough of this. Thanks to um, Revelator Coffee, our sponsor. They were until today. Thanks. To, I'm joking. Okay. I'm just joking. Oh, I mean, because I don't we know. talked I about really, politics. Yeah, politics, politics. Nobody, yeah, nobody um, wants to align with any of that shit. No. On either side of the fence. No. It's all bad. Uh, thanks to Batwell Studios. Thank you for listening, and especially if you've listened this far. Oof. Sidewalkfest.com or at Sidewalk Film on social media is where you can find information about the 24th Annual Sidewalk Film Festival and other stuff that we've got going on at the cinema. Get your tickets. Get your passes to the festival. Do we have any festival news we can share now that we've driven every, anybody off hmm. from talking about podcasts? No. No, I think we keep it quiet for the time being. Okay, so... There's going to be movies. We have no news to share with you. So, take a hike. And thank you for listening. Thanks. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.